what is off the groove? It means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack. Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. Friday, July 19th, 2019, episode number 88 of Off the Groove. Man, that Lima race, though. Lima? Yeah, Did you not dude. watch the New York Short Track? Oh, yeah, there was... No, no, no. I, I watched that Lima race again, dude. I guess I guess there <laughs> might have been another race, but I just watched that... I rewatched that Lima race. Well, I don't blame you. That was a good one, but, uh, yeah. you know, the Lima Short Track was good. Briar Bauman took the win, just like I called it you last mean, week. You mean, you mean the... You said the Lima Short Track. <laughs> <laughs> You got me thinking about Lima. Uh, I still, I'm still stuck on that race, dude. Well, Breyer actually could have won Lima. He ended up winning the New York Short Track to, uh, to you know, bounce back after getting a 16th place finish at Lima. Gets the win at the New York Short Track. You called that one. I sure did. Last week I called that one, and my pick in the singles class got second. So I was almost, almost perfect. I'm telling you, man. Three more laps, maybe four more laps in that race. Mishler would have had that win. He was charging to the front, dude, towards the end of that singles race. I think he was all the way back, as far back as sixth place. And and like I mentioned on FansChoice.tv and and to the live crowd there, he searches for a new way around. He doesn't he doesn't settle in and follow anybody. And that's that's so hard to, as a former racer. That is so hard to do because you think, okay, this is working. The guy in front of me is doing it, but you can't pass anybody if you're following them. So my hat's off to Morgan for going up there and finding a, a different line and not following anybody he actually went in stuck it underneath somebody going into one they both went up way up to the air fence and uh, he just kept charging forward he ended up with a second place finish in the singles Gautier was the winner Mishler was second Bromley was third and the big story I guess is Mikey Rush did not make the main event our points leader got zero points and did not make the main wow that hurts Gautier really owned the day dude regaining the points lead taking the win there in, in uh, upstate New York and uh, tough day for Mikey Rush dude I, I think he'll be back though it's not the last we'll see him but I expected him to do better on a short track well what happened is there was a crash right off the start in that semifinal and remember the semi is your only chance to get in the main yep. so there was a crash two riders went down they picked him up they were pushing him off the track when they came back around already the turn four flagman had the yellow flag out a bunch of riders checked up the rest of the riders kept going, so that put Mikey way at the back. Yeah. No red flag came out, so they kept going. So he ended up 10th or 9th or 10th, and they only took eight to the main. So uh, he watched the main event from the sideline. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a couple negative things to having a track that short. That thing is pretty tiny, right? And the shape of it kind of leads to some interesting racing. I, I don't know if all the riders are a fan of it, but, I mean, it, it's it's definitely on the circuit and something that everybody has to deal, deal with equally. Yeah, it was a little bit different than they, it was last year. They made turn one a little bit better, but it's still a D shape. That back straightaway was arcing. It reminded me of a NASCAR track. So it was it was really good, you know, really good racing. Breyer was just there on a mission, and it looked like Gautier had everything from the very get-go also. So congratulations to the winners of the New York short track. Not much else to take away from New York. Breyer bouncing back after the issues he had in Lima. It's always good to get back there. You know, a, a race like that could be the turning point in the season and what leads him to a championship, right? And we're halfway through the season, and it just shows that he is so determined to win the championship, and what a recovery. And you know what? He texted me Sunday and said, hey, man, thanks for your support. He said, I'm, you know, because I told him I picked him on the podcast, and he said, thanks for your support. It means a lot to me. So that's really cool, man. I'm happy for him. He's got the things going his way, and we're halfway through the season. Still, anything can happen, but he's he's so focused. He's got things going the right way. Uh, so tell me what, did you run into Tolbert last weekend? 
I did run a Tolbert in the pre-race party that I actually announced. And I had the microphone in my, in my hand, and I was, I was kind of putting him on the spot in front of everybody. And I told him, I said, hey, man, I called you. And he said, I called you back. I said, no, you didn't. Anyways, I told him his mailbox was full. He said, yeah, that's that way on purpose. And he said, he just doesn't like to be interrupted. And I said, I'm going to keep calling you until you answer, and you're going to be on the podcast. Speaking of which, you want to call him? Let's give him a call. Eight one seven is not available. Kenny Tolbert, it's Sky Dubler again from Off the Groove. We're still trying to have you on here. Your rider, Jared Meese, keeps giving me your phone number. Says just don't stop, keep bugging him. He'll answer the phone. So here's your weekly call. He's gonna pick up one day. I'm convinced. Maybe third time's a charm. I, next next week we'll get him. Sounds good. I heard we got a big show. You got a big show planned. You the, and Corey Texter put this show together it's, without my knowledge. It's and I really, wasn't even ready, but whatever. I think we didn't knock you it out. Ready? You were the one that told me about it. Like Corey came to you. I think it's a great <laughs> idea. Corey's doing this thing with the amateurs. We've always talked about how we can get some uh, younger riders on and talk about the younger generation. And, and Corey actually has this whole program that he's doing, so it actually worked out. Um, I don't know if this is going to be two episodes. If it's going to be one, we'll we'll see. Um, when we get done with them, but um, we're going to call these riders. Court, we, we're going to talk to Corey first and kind of find out a little bit of each, each one, um, and then we're going to give these riders a call and talk to them, give them a little bit of a interview experience. We have eight riders, eight amateur riders we're going to talk to you tonight. Um, it's going to be, that's why I said I don't know if it's going to end up being two. It may be two episodes. I don't know. We'll see how it ends up. Well, we've got some good questions for all these amateur riders, and you never know what's going to come out of their mouths. They're, you're, they're young kids, they're up-and-coming racers, and they've probably never been put on the spot like this before so it's a good chance for them to uh to learn what it's all about this will be fun man i think uh like i said uh core is doing a good thing i think it'll be good to hear from these riders because these are going to be the riders that you know we're cheering for at the nationals in five ten years maybe even shorter with some of these some of these older amateurs so who knows man let's give them a call you want to give Corey a call first yeah let's call Corey first and then uh, set up uh, who all we're going to be talking to calling texter c-tech Hello? C-Tech. Scotty, what up, man? What up, buddy? Uh, not much, dude. Just usual babysitting my kid right now while my wife goes, does all the hard work running around doing errands. He seems like he's a good kid, though. Yeah, I mean, typical baby stuff, but he's pretty easygoing. He's, he makes life fun, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care if you're having a bad day or a good day. He just wants to send it, so it's... It's uh yeah it's it's been a different experience but I love it so. Right on. You're gonna have more. Oh man, that's the golden question. Um, I'm content with one, but <laughs> it's not uh just up to me. You know, it's a a team effort. But um yeah, I'd say the chances of us having more are probably better than just keeping Cruz as the only one. <laughs> so. So so I had a dream last night. Briar called me and said, "Listen, dude." Shayna and I are getting married in a couple of weeks. And I'm like, all right, that's no big deal. And then it came out later on that she was pregnant and she had a baby like when the season got over. I was like, what? where in the hell did all that come from? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a tough deal with like being a female racer cause, or a female athlete in general because you, you can't like necessarily like participate if you're pregnant. So taking a season off, that's kind of tough. <laughs> As far as I know, though, I don't think any of that's true. So I think, yeah, I think you're safe with it just being a dream. Okay, good, man. I was like, I was waking up and I was sweating. <laughs> I was like, man, what the hell? What's going on around here? 
Yeah, I have weird dreams. Dude, I had a dream that I went to jail last night. I was in jail, and I couldn't get out. Like, I didn't even know what I did, but I was, like, stuck in jail. <laughs> like, you know, I was, like, trying to call my lawyer, and it was weird. If I go to jail, I'm probably going to have to sit there because I don't know anybody's phone number anymore. I, I used to know, you Ooh. know, my mom's number, my dad's number, my daughter's number, you know, all the important numbers. I don't know anybody's phone number anymore. I'd be screwed. Yeah, I'd call 911 and have them, like, find, like, my mom. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> I'll call the police. Can you, can you go find my mom? I think something's happening to yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they'll answer that number all the time. So, like, yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. Yep. So, uh, how did this whole deal about helping these amateurs come about? I've kind of went through the, you know, through the whole deal growing up and um, attending the amateur nationals and things like that, and, Basically, last year, I saw that there wasn't a lot of amateur national kids doing the event, and I kind of reached out to a bunch of them, and they're like, yeah, it's just expensive, you know, we're, we you know, it's, we don't have the funds to do it, and it got me thinking, like, you know, I had a, such a great time growing up racing in the amateur nationals as a kid, and just a really good week, not only just racing, but hanging out with your family, and uh, it's just a really cool atmosphere, just, um, you know, hanging out with the other kids, and getting into trouble, uh, not too much trouble, but <laughs> just being kids, and I was like, man, I'd like to send some of these kids to the amateur nationals. And Jacob Vanderkoy was actually the um, the reason I got into it. We were joking around about putting a CTR sticker on his helmet, and um, I got to thinking, man, I'd like to uh, I'd like to send a couple kids. And then you know, two kids turned into four, and then you know, six. And um, you know, I got opened up uh, applications for the uh, for the team, and there's so many good ones. I wanted to take a few dozen. But uh, I ended up taking eight, so I'm excited about it. It's uh, it's been a lot of a lot of work, a lot of more work than I thought it would be, but it's really rewarding. And all, seeing all the kids just the uh, last couple of days posting pictures of their bikes and team shirts with um, you know, just the CTR and all the all the sponsors, it's been really cool. So is are they listed under Corey Texture Racing as their sponsor, or did you have other sponsors that sponsored you help this out? I mean. How are they? How are they going to show appreciation back to you? Yeah, it's not really about showing appreciation back to me. That's not why I kind of I did this whole deal. I did it because I want to send kids to the event and I want to teach the kids how to be a professional um, as early on in their career as I can. You know how to how to work with sponsors, how to how to talk on uh, the podium, how to do interviews, and the whole idea of the CTR team is to kind of teach them. Um, what it's going to take to get to that next level, how to be a professional and just elevate, you know, not only the, the event itself, but also elevate just, um, just their programs a bit. So I, I reached out to a bunch of my sponsors, Motul, Motion Pro, Bell Power Sports, Kicker Audio, FMF. And I got all a bunch of my personal sponsors to come on board and help out all these kids, you know, um, so I'm teaching them how to work with these sponsors. You know, um, the companies are giving them parts budgets. They're giving them really good discounts. And in return, they got to run the logos. And, um, yeah, so it's more than just, you know, um, I'm, I'm paying for their entries for the event. I'm paying for their wristbands. It's more than just that. It's, um, it's teaching them how to, you know, um, obtain relationships with sponsors and then um, keep them going um, into the future and things like that. Well, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that, you know, the, the race fan really wouldn't understand unless you've been there. And, and you went through the amateur nationals. I never went to the amateur nationals. I kind of, I kind of skipped them. I went from motocross straight into flat track and just jumped into the, you know, the pro singles or 
you know, whatever it was back then. I can't even remember what they called it. But uh, when we call these kids, do you want me to be easy on them, or, or what are we going to do? Are we just going to see how they react when they talk to an announcer, or what, what's your plan? <laughs> yeah, just candid stuff. You know, a few of them are asking me, uh, you know, what questions are they going to ask me? Is there an outline? And I'm like, man, the biggest thing I can tell anybody with um, interviews and podium speeches is just be yourself. You know, uh, none of us are perfect. We're not public speakers. You know, we're we're racers. So just be yourself. Show your personality. I, I like when people share their personalities. I don't like robots up there on the podium. So um, when you call them, I, I told them just, just just be yourself. I don't have a list of questions that um, – you know, that, um, that Kristen beat, she might ask me on the podium or, you know, interview questions or things like that. It's, it's candid stuff. And I want them to, um, yeah, just wing it and do the best they can. It's a learning experience, but I want them to get this, uh, this kind of experience under their belt. Cause, uh, when they turn pro, I want them to kind of have more of a professional, um, you know, aspect of it when, when they get to that level. All right, that sounds pretty cool. I, I, you know, congratulations on a good start to the season. I can't wait to see uh, how you wrap it up. And you know, a lot of the tracks that you really like should, and should really do well are, are still in front of you. So I think you can just go on another winning streak. What do you think? Uh, that'd be nice. Uh, I'm not. Uh, obviously, you line up and you see a green green light and a checkered for for a reason. Nothing is uh, is given in this sport. So that's one thing I, I think I've, I've done better. Um, I've really matured over the years and I've become a better racer. You know, I think I've always, I've had good speed and to be successful in flat track. I tell, I tell a lot of the kids, man, it's not all about being the fastest guy out there. You got to really have strong race craft and, um, and really just stay level headed, have a good mental game going into each race. So yeah, I mean, pulling off some wins would be cool, but um, yeah, I'm just having fun. I'm looking forward to Rapid City, Sacramento, both Springfield miles. You know, all the tracks coming up on the schedule are, are just tracks that I have fun at. And when you have fun, it, it typically translates over to uh, to success and wins. So, yeah, it should be cool. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Anytime I ride that bike that I'm on, the D&D racing bike, I just smile. and <laughs> I'm just looking forward to it. Now that Lima's over, Lima had me stress a little bit. But um, now that that's over, I'm, I'm kind of ready for the rest of the season. Big smiles for the rest of the season. So let's talk uh, again about the flat track amateur grands. I think, you know, they've changed the name. You know, people call it the dirt track grands, the amateur grands. Uh, it's coming up here real soon. Are you going to go down there and help all these riders that you've got signed up? Or are you going to be a part of the deal? Yeah, I'm actually leaving. Um, I'm going to leave sometime on Sunday. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to kind of set up a hospitality tent a little bit for the kids I'm helping out. Uh, I'm going to have food, drinks, things like that. I'm going to have my... Um, a lot of media stuff with me. I'm going to bring uh, a camera and try and do interviews each day. You know, I want the kids to focus on racing. That's the number one goal. You know, we're all about a professional look and, um, and things like that. But at the end of the day, we go to the races to win and we're hoping for good results. Each of the kids um, I picked, you know, I went off report card. You know, I looked at their, I had all of them send me report cards. I had the parents send me a letter I had the kids send me a video, and um, and I really did a lot of research on every single applicant that I got for this program. So it, it took me, man, it took me all week, like four or five hours a day to go through all these applicants. And I picked some really, really, really good kids. All of them are honor students. Um, but, you know, it, you know, so I didn't really look at race results. That wasn't as important to me. But it turned out, like, after I've done all the research and I lined these kids up on paper – they're all really, really fast kids who are capable of winning races. 
and possibly winning, you know, some championships out there. So I'll be out there supporting them, helping them out with bike setup and pumping them up on my um, social media channels. This week I've been um, highlighting each, you know, a kid each day on Instagram and Facebook and just trying to get my, some of my fans to know who these up and comers are and, and get them some support as they move on to, you know, the next level. Well, maybe one of these kids will take over that number 65 when you hang up your steel shoe. But uh, let's get into our first rider. It's Brody Hansen, and a lot of people might not know this, but that is Kenny Coolbeth's nephew. So tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, Brody's um, somebody I've been watching for a while, and, you know, they're they're a really good family. They work hard. Brody's uh, really good in school. Um, he's a little quiet, so, you know, he's um, one of our – I think he's our youngest uh, – second youngest rider I have on the team – but um, he's going to be riding the 65 class. And, yeah, we're expecting good things out of Brody. He's uh, Obviously, he's got a lot of talented people in his corner with, you know, Uncle Kenny Coolbeth and his dad, Rich Hansen. He's one of the best mechanics that I've ever worked with. So, yeah, Brody's um, a great kid. And um, hopefully we can get him out of his shell a little bit on the interviews and things like that because he's really funny. He's got a, a big personality. And, yeah, I'm really happy that, you know, Brody's on the team this year. So when he was a, a few years younger and they stayed at home and, and watched the races on Fans Choice, I guess he would uh, he would actually mimic me and he would do his own inner you know he'd do his own commentating <laughs> at home. Yeah, maybe that's uh, maybe he's already working on his post racing career job. <laughs> <laughs> cool. He'll take my job after he takes your job. Then he's going to take my job. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're coming fast, man. <laughs> That is true. So, do you know do you know what number he'll be racing and what classes he's in? I, uh, Brody's number ninety nine. I know he runs that number in memory of uh, of our of our pal Kyle McGreen. So he'll, he'll be running ninety nine. And I think he's running this. Without checking my notes, um, man, I got eight kids, so it's hard to stay on top of all of them. But I'm pretty sure Brody's just riding his sixty five CC. Um, he might be riding one of the eighty five classes, but I know his main focus for this year is the sixty five CC class. Right on. Hey. Is this Brody Hanson, number 99? Yes. What's going on? It's Scotty Dubler. How are you doing? Good. Good. Are you uh, you ready for this uh, amateur nationals uh, to get started? Yeah. What class are you going to be riding? Um, 65cc and 85cc and 65 mod. So you're riding three classes at all of the events? Yes. Wow. You're going to be busy. So how did you get into flat track? Um... My uncle Kenny Kubuck. So you just saw him racing. You decide you wanted to do it. Yes. What about your dad? He's a he goes to all the races. He's a pretty good mechanic. I mean, did, did he help you want to go racing too, or is it all because of your uncle? It's I I just went to a race and I was like, I want to race. <laughs> wow. How old are you? Eight. Eight years old. Wow. So when you're not in school and we're not racing flat track, what do you do for fun? Um, baseball and half runs over. <laughs> right on. So wh who's your favorite baseball team? Um, the Florida Marlins. Okay. Have you been to a Florida Marlins game? No. All right. Well, we'll have to figure that out. If you win, if you win the amateur championship, maybe, maybe talk Corey into taking you down there to a Florida, Florida Marlins game. <laughs> you think, that'd I think cool. that'd be, I think that'd be awesome. Uh, who are some of the riders you look up to? 
Um, my uncle Kenny Kubas and Corey Texter. Oh, you look up to Corey Texter? Who's faster, Corey Texter or Kenny Kubas? Kenny. <laughs> all right, all right. Do you have a favorite racetrack that you've ever been to? I know I've seen you at a bunch of tracks already. Do you have a favorite track? Springfield Short Tracks. All right. All right. That's that's one of my favorites, too. I think if I had to pick a short track, that'd be my favorite one. And the Springfield Mile is probably my favorite one, too. So let's talk about the flat track uh, grands. They're coming up real soon. What are your expectations coming in? Are you, you know, what, what are your goals? Do you know what you're shooting for? Win as many championships as possible, I guess. <laughs> all right. What are you going to do with all those trophies? Um, I have no clue. All right. So will you take a bunch of motorcycles up there, or do you have one for each class, or how does that work out? Um, we're taking three motorcycles, no, two motorcycles. I'm going to ride the 65 and a 65cc and the 65 mod, and then I'm going to ride the 85 and the 85cc. Wow, I can't believe you're on 85 already. You're just a little bitty guy, but I've seen you beating a lot of the 85 guys already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is there anyone else helping you out that you want to say thanks to while we've got you all here on the podcast? Um, Grain Racing, Evans Coolant, RA Helmets, Fly Racing, TCX Boots, Scott Power Sports, Power Seal, Wade Scott, LT Graphics, West Coast Hot Shoe, Mom, Dad, My Uncle Kenny Kubek, Grandma and Grandpa, Corey Texture, Shannon Texture, J.D. Beach, Brent Riley, Access Media Lab, Motul Motion Pro, Dave LaFrance, Kicker, and Tucker Power Sports. Man, you nailed that. That was awesome. So I got one more question for you. Do you listen to our podcast? Uh, I'm probably going to listen to this one. <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope so. So I got, actually, I, I lied just a second ago. I got another question for you. So your mom has always told me, actually, and your dad said, uh, when you couldn't go to the Nationals, you would sit at home and watch on fanschoice.tv, and they said that you would sound just like me and call the races just like I do. Do you still do that? Uh, sometimes. What does it sound like? Can you tell me how it goes, or do you have to have a race in front of you? I really have to have a race in front of me. All right. Well, you're going to have to show me sometime, okay, because I can't wait to hear you do it. Okay. All right, Brody. Well, hey, good luck at the Amateur Nationals, and thanks for coming on our podcast, all right? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You're a pro, man. Good luck. Thank you. That was Brody Hansen. He'll be number 99. Up next is Jacob Vandekoy. They call him Killswitch. Corey, tell me a little bit of something about Jacob Vandekoy. Yeah, Jacob, I train, and I'm, I'm good pals with uh, Jared Vandekoy, but, you know, growing up, watching Jacob and talking with him at the track, He's like talking, I feel like I'm talking like a 45-year-old dude that's been around the sport for his entire life. Jacob's really intelligent, um, does well in school. He's a great kid. He's, I actually like Jacob better than Jared probably. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, Jacob's really, really good kid. He's, man, he's, he's getting faster every time I see him ride. Like I've never thought of Jacob Vandercoy um, as, a, you know, as a racer. I've just known him as Jared's little brother, but... You know, the last couple of years, he's really stepped up his game. I was in Zanesville, Ohio over the weekend. He grabbed the podium against some really fast kids. And he's one of the top 250cc riders in the country right now. So we're trying to get him a little bit better on the TT tracks and, and trying to kind of make him more of an all-around rider. But on certain racetracks, yeah, Jacob's a threat to win. And we're definitely happy to have him, you know, wearing the CTR colors this season. Hello? Is this number 43, Jacob Bandicoy? Yes, it is. A.K.A. Kill Switch. Is that your nickname? Yeah. yeah. For about five years ago. 
You've had it for five years? I'm pretty sure, yeah, five years now. Can you tell us how you got the nickname? Uh, when my brother Jared won his first um, national ever, I he went to get me the victory lap, and they said I hit the kill switch. And it turned the motor off, and he never got to go on the victory lap. So they blamed it on you? Uh-huh. Oh, man, that's terrible. So why are you number 43? Um, I was always a big fan of Sammy Halbert and Joe Cobb growing up, and they were both number 43. So I sort what of about, chose that number as my number. What? Hey, the guy you're talking to used to be number 43 also. Yeah, yeah, Scotty okay. Dubler. There you go. That's, that's better. That's much better. So how old are you now? 14. All right. And you grew up in Ohio like your brother? Uh-huh. You like cushion racetracks then? Because everybody from Ohio, all, all they talk about is cushion racetracks. But you go fast in all tracks, I mean, don't you? I mean, that's, what I, that's what I've been trying to say. I like cushions yeah. for sure. Um, favorite track is Savannah, Georgia, though. It's not like not a cushion track. I love that racetrack. That thing's fast. So tell me, tell me something that people should know about Kill Switch. I really don't know. I... Started riding when I was three, started racing when I was 10, and I just love to go fast on a motorcycle, I guess. Okay, so why did you start racing flat track? Well, my whole family was into it. My grandpa raced, my dad, my uncles, and my brother started racing. So I sort of grew up around it and go to the races with them. And then they bought me a PW50 when I was three, and I haven't stopped riding since. Right on. So... When when you go to the Amish Nationals here real soon, what classes are you going to be riding? I'll be riding the 250 stock and the 250 mod class. So okay. just two classes for me. That's all right, though. Two classes keeps you focused mm-hmm. on, on those two classes, right? Yep. Who's going to be your toughest competition, do you think? Um, there's always a bunch of good people out there. There's people like um, Cody Cop, Colt Murphy, just uh, Logan McGrain, Chase Sathoff, all those people. They're all pretty good. Those are some really fast names right there. So what are your goals going in? I mean, are you are you pretty determined for a win? Are you going to be satisfied with the podium? Or what's your goals before you get there? I mean, a win would always be great, but I'll be I'll be satisfied probably. Top three, top five would be, be great. I want to see that 43 on the podium, okay? Okay, I'll try. I'm not, right. I'm not a TT specialist, as they say. So. Well, that that's all right. There's only one TT, so you can just win all the rest of them. Nope. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So when you're not in school and we're not riding motorcycles, what do you do for fun? Um, I play basketball a lot. I love to play basketball. I'm very short, so that doesn't mix too well with it. But oh, yeah, that's about it. I, I always got, watch races on YouTube, old races. So. Okay. You got a you got a favorite basketball team? I'm from Ohio, so Cleveland Cavaliers, Ohio State for college. So if you win, if you win one of the championships in one of those two classes you, you're riding, I think you ought to talk Corey Texter into taking you to a Cleveland Cavalier game. That's that's a good idea. I think I think, I think we got to do that. Yeah, we got to make that happen. That, that should it could be arranged. Do you do you listen to our podcast? Um, every once in a while, yeah, I do. Well, who's your favorite episode? Who's the favorite person we've talked to? I don't know. I listen to my brothers a lot. That's really about it. <laughs> Does your does yes, your brother help you? He helps me um, like every once in a while when he's home. He always does when we're out riding together in the backyard or at my Uncle Jack's racetrack in the backyard. We always do that. Who who are some of the riders you look up to? 
Um, I've been watching my brother since I was 10, so that was a big one. I was always a huge Sammy Halbert fan, and now I'm in the Harley tent every single race I go to, so that's pretty cool. I was always a big Joe Cop fan, and I met him, talked to him all the time, so... I remember when I was a little kid and just getting in the pits and just walking up to these riders, I was kind of intimidated. That doesn't bother you at all because you've been doing it your whole life, right? Yep. (laughs) So, so could you walk up, could you walk up to Jared Meese right now and ask him for an autograph? Jared Meese? Well, I don't really need an autograph by Jared Meese. I talk to Briar Bellman once in a while. Yeah. Before we let you go, do you want to say thanks to anybody? Um, yeah, I'd, always, I'd obviously like to say thanks to Corey Texter for putting the whole amateur national program on and all the sponsors that came on board with them, but, such as Motion Pro, Motul, um, FMF Pipes, Access Media Lab for all the graphics and everything, um, American Super Camp, Woolshot Power Sports, Team 95, Dave LaFrance, Kicker Power Sports, Tucker Power Sports. Uh, my mom and dad are a big help. Uh, my brother, Jared, uh, Ben Evans, Vortex. Uh, Simpson Helmets, Answer Racing, and Spy Plus. Thanks for your time, buddy, and uh, good luck down there in Ohio at the Nationals. Okay, thank you. And that was Jacob Vandekoy, number 43. Up next, we have Chase Sadoff. Corey Texter, tell me a little bit about Chase. Yeah, as uh, as with any Midwest rider from Illinois, you know, they're they're all fast out there, and, you know, they, they race a lot of those fast short tracks, and Chase, He's actually um, a really well-rounded rider. His video submission he sent me was one of the funniest ones we got. He was uh, doing push-ups, and then he acts like he didn't see the camera, and he goes, oh, I didn't see you there. And he, he goes <laughs> on with his uh, with his video. So he got a lot of points for the video. And, uh, again, like all of our riders, just a great family. They put so much effort into his racing, and he's got a sister, Sarah, that she's been racing her whole, her whole life. The family, they... They eat, sleep, and breathe flat track. They do a lot of training in the winter. And I, I just really like how hardworking they are. And, um, you know, the the aspect of Chase being a really fast rider and having a really good chance to win some titles, that's just a bonus for us. You know, it just comes down to him being a good kid and, and just putting a lot of effort in on and off the racetrack. Hello? Is this Chase Sadoff number six? Yes, sir, it is. You know, do you know who this is? This is Scotty Dubler. Of course it is, man. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Just hanging out. Yeah? You re- you ready for the amateur nationals coming up? Oh, yeah. How cool is it that a pro rider right now is going to reach down and help out all these amateur riders, yourself included? I think that's pretty awesome. Not a lot of pro riders would take the time to do that. Exactly. And then he's going to come down there and be there with you guys all week. I know some other pro riders have done that in the past, but he's actually taken about eight of you guys under under his wing and he'll set up a little tent for you and stuff like that. I think that's awesome what he's doing. So uh, can you tell everybody how old you are and where you're from? I'm 13 years old and I'm from Hillsboro, Illinois. Are you going to be running number six at the Amateur Nationals? Yes, sir. Why'd you pick number six? Well, it's a funny story. I couldn't pick out any other number because I was just, I don't know, I was like six at the time. So then I was like, well, I'm six, so I might as well just do number six because that's how old I am. So, so you, were, stuck to. <laughs> you were you were six years old when you started racing, huh? Yep. Right on. So why flat track? How'd you get into flat track? Well, we bought a bike from a guy and then he told us if we needed any help from 
from him to contact this guy. So then we got a hold of him and his son did flat track. So then we figured we would get into it and try it out ourselves. So, all right. So what's the closest yeah. track to your, your, your hometown where you, where you're at? I don't know, actually. I just know that usually, usually when I go to Springfield, you're oh, always yeah, there racing. Springfield. Yeah. The amateur yeah. national, you know, the amateur races there or the, the night before the national or something like that. And, and what I always remember, and I'll never forget this, is you always come and find me and give me a fresh, ice-cold water, man. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. You don't know how much that means to me, because I, I stand up there sometime for, you know, eight-hour days when, when Steve's races are going. I mean, they give me a break every once in a while, but it sure is nice that uh, you bring me ice-cold water. So when you're not in school and when you're not riding motorcycles, what else do you do for fun? Well, I like to ride my bike, my bicycle. I ride my bicycle everywhere. It's what I do during the day. Do you have a street like bike or yeah, a street bike or well, a BMX bike? I have both, but I just usually just go day to day. I just pick eeny meeny miny mo and just grab one and take it. You Did know? you ever try? You ever try racing bicycles? Um, no. Are too slow for you or what? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I tried some BMX before I started racing motocross and then flat track, but I didn't know if you'd ever tried that. No, I haven't yet. I thought about it, but then I never got into it. So. Okay. Um, yeah. what, cla- what class did you be running at the Amateur Nationals? 250 DTX, 250 Mod, and 201 to 250. So three different classes at, at all four events? Yes. So who's going to be your toughest competition? Well, you can't leave out anyone, but I don't know. Top three from last year, maybe. Uh, the Australians, I think they're going to be there. They're pretty fast. Cody okay. and Colton, and All right. it's going to be a tough year this year. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, there's a lot of fast up-and-comers in, in all the classes, it looks like. So uh, who are some of the pro riders that you look up to today? Corey, because obviously, yeah, Johnny Lewis and uh, Jeffrey Carver, and then like uh, Jared Vandercoy and uh, Brandon Robinson. Those are other two. Oh, oh cool. and Dallas too. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas is pretty fast. Uh, do, you, do you think he's going to do good his first pro season? I mean, he's only raced with us once. He was road racing last weekend. So, do you think he's going to win a race this year? I have faith in him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. How did you get teamed up with Johnny Lewis and start helping him and, and going down to the Moto Anatomy camp and stuff like that? We saw that he had a camp. This is like one of his first ones. And then we uh, figured it would be fun because a couple of our friends from around us were doing it. This was at Ride Organic. And then we did it and it was really fun. So we figured we would keep trying it. Does your sister still race too? Uh, no, she's too busy with work and school and all that good stuff. All right, man. Yeah. Well, we appreciate your time coming on Off the Groove. Do you ever listen to our podcast? Oh, yeah. When we're driving in the car, that's the only thing yeah. that we really listen to. <laughs> Who's your favorite episode? Mm, that's a tough one. I like I like all of them just because I like to hear their backstory and how they got into all that stuff. And Right on. Well, Chase, I wish you a lot of luck. Before I let you go, do you want to say thanks to anybody, any of your sponsors? Yeah, I have a couple. My sponsors are Nojax, DNF Constructors, Caleb Nodal, Ron Meek, D&D Cycles, Graceville Journey, Jay Green Electric, Disport Leathers, Ben Kinney Farms, Sharpie Storage, JD Combs, RJ Outdoors, Jones Plumbing, 
LMD Solar, LLC, Buddy Racing, Sean Trollard, Hall Cycles, Dallas, Daniels, and Nick Daniels, and then Corey's sponsors. Tucker Power Sports, Fredericktown Yamaha, Motion Pro, Motul, Bell Helmets, FMF, American Super Camp, Shana Texter, JD Beach, Team 95, Access Media Lab, Dave LaFrance, Jay Real, and then Stay the Course. All right, Chase, thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you soon. All right, see ya. That was Chase Sadoff from Illinois. And up next, we have Mason. Corey, I'm not familiar with this young guy. Tell me a little bit about him. Yeah, it's Mason Knockert, and he's our youngest rider we have on the team, but he's got a lot of personality. He usually rides a PW50 and um, and a 65cc motorcycle. He's actually only been racing for a couple years. He's from Wisconsin. His proposal that they sent in was one of the best ones we got. They put a lot of work into it, and for me with this program, I was looking for effort. I was looking for professionalism, and even though he's so young, they, they just really have it figured out. Um, his dad, Russell, is a good dude. And uh, I'm actually looking for big things out of, out of Mason in future years to come. He does a lot of media coverage. You know, he sits down with some pro riders and does some five-on-five questions and things like that. So they're really creative. I, I love working with him so far. They're on top of their game, and I think they're going to have good results at the, at the Nationals. Hello? Is this Mason Knockert's number 81? Yes. I heard you're a fast guy. Is that true? Yes. Where are you from? Wisconsin, USA. Do you know who this is? Spidey Grubler. All right. That's awesome. Have you ever listened to the podcast Off the Groove? No. All right. Well, I'm going to have to have you listen to this one when we get done. Is that okay? Okay. All right. How, how old are you? Seven. Seven years old, and you're racing the, the flat track amateur nationals pretty soon? Yes. What classes are you going to be riding? 1565. Okay. You have to have two different motorcycles for that, right? So you, do you have a PW50 or do you have something else? M65. Okay. All right. Do you go to school yet? Um, this is my second year in school. All right. Do you make good grades? Yes. Good. When you're not in school and you're not riding your motorcycle, what else do you do for fun? Go to my grandma's house. Yeah? Do you have fun at grandma's house? Yeah. Do you have a favorite racetrack yet? Um, Atwater. Atwater? Okay. Is, is like that a short? Go ahead. Tell me about it. The thing I like about it on the TT is the, the TT track that I like the most. And it has a really fun TT. But when I'm on the 65 and I go into fourth gear on the jump, it's fun because you, you, you go in the air. And that's the fun part about it. And that's why I like TTs. All right. So that because means you're you going to win. Air. Yeah, you can get big air. Do you do any tricks when you're in the air? No. Okay, that's good. You guys, you guys stay safe. When you, get, when you get bigger and older, then you can start doing tricks. But um, So you're, are you a good TT rider or you just like them because you get air? Good. Okay. So, why are you number 81? That's the, that's the number. I wanted to be 86, so instead they gave me 81. Okay. Does anybody else in your in your family race motorcycles? My dad did, but he doesn't anymore because he's afraid to crash. Afraid to crash? Are you afraid to crash or just your dad? My dad. Okay. All right. Because that's part of it. I mean, you got to fall off, but you got to get right back on, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you think you're going to win at the Amateur Nationals? Yeah. Do you know who any anybody else you're going to be racing against? Do you know anybody? No. Okay, that doesn't matter. You just beat them, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm Do you gonna, have? Go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get new friends. I might get new friends with new quads racing. I'm gonna learn about their skills. Okay. Later on in the years, I'm gonna learn more and more strategies and get more friends in racing. Right on. That's cool. Do you have right. any other? Do you have any other racers that you look up to right now? Are there any pro riders that you really like to watch? Jeffrey Carver. Yeah. Twenty-three. Is he your favorite rider when you watch the the nationals? No. No. Who's your Who's your favorite rider? Jeffrey Carver. Okay. What about Corey Texter? Do you, do you like watching him ride too? Yeah, Corey Texter. Okay. The first one that I like to watch in the Ovalies is Tony Elliott. Oh, Tony. Oh, and road racing. You like road racing too? Yeah. Have you tried to road race? Yeah, but the thing that I can't do is drag my knee. That's what I'm working on. Okay. Are Are you practicing on that? Yeah. Does your dad help you with that or does somebody else? I know how to do it, but... I can do it myself. Okay. All right. I know how, but my dad told me how to do it too. I got gotcha. you. Of course. So if 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 you win the, the the all these, you know, if you win the races at the amateur nationals, what are you gonna do with all your trophies? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Okay. You probably have to make room for them, though, right? Yeah. We don't have anywhere else to put them. Wow. Well, you must. So you already have a bunch of them. What's your favorite trophy? What's what's the favorite trophy that you've already got? My Peoria one. All right. Did you win that race? I came second place. It was the biggest track I've been to in my life. The, the Peoria TT? Yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome track. That's one of my favorites, too. Well, all right. Well, we're already done. Already uh, just about done talking to you. Do you want to say thank you to anyone? My mom and dad. Great Texter Racing, Western Holly Davidson, Metalite of Wisconsin, Moose Racing, Parts Unlimited, Bill Power Sports, Access Video Labs, Motivo, Moto Pro, FM Math Racing, T95, Chain Texture, Shady Beach, Jesse Danish Racing, Recluse, Tucker Power Sports, Kicker, Wurtzix Racing, Buffer USA, If You Like a Pro Dirt, Electric Safety Group, that's where we make, that's where we sell the best to other riders. Because the thing that we've been seeing is punctured lungs. That's yeah. why we make the best. Okay. Do you, so you, you wear them every time you ride? Yeah. That's good. That's a good idea. Hey, well, hey, when I... Racing? Oh, you got more sponsors? Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep going. I'm 28. I'm 28. Nice. Pro Flow Racing, Michael Meadows. GT1 Air Filters, Moto Gear, Bike Hub, Tyler Tire, Racers and Racers Ed. That's all of them. Awesome. Mason, when I see you next time, I want to get one of your t-shirts, okay? Okay. All right, buddy. Hey, good luck at the Amsterdam Nationals. Thanks for coming on Off the Groove. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Mason Knockert's right there, 50cc guy, one of the funniest little guys you'll see. 
at the Amsterdam Nationals. Up next, we have Cage the Rage Tadman. Tell me a little bit about this guy from Salinas, California. So the first time I ever seen a video of Cage, my jaw dropped. I couldn't believe what I was watching. He's from Salinas, California. So, you know, Ricky Graham, Briar Bauman, Stevie Bonzi, Andrew Luker. Oh, man, there's so many fast people that come from Salinas. I didn't even know he was from Salinas until I think a couple of days ago. I looked to see where he was from because I was writing a bio about him. And I saw he was from from Salinas. I was like, no way. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Cage is, from what I hear, I've, I've never seen him race in person that I can remember, but I've watched videos um, just like lightning quick, a ton of style on the motorcycle. Um, they sent in a really good proposal. His video was awesome. Gets good grades in school, which obviously, as I've, I've, noted, I've noted, that's important to me. And, yeah, from what I hear, he's the next big thing. So, um, you know, I feel bad for everybody in the 65cc class that's racing Cage because he's just got a ton of talent, and I'm looking forward to kind of working with him a bit out there, teaching him some um, some of the things with um, different marketing stuff and things like that because I think he's got a lot of potential. Hello? Is this Cage the Rich Tadman? Yes, it is. Are you are you number twenty eight? Yes, sir. Are you really fast? Um, I think so. <laughs> I think so too. I remember I remember saying your name a little bit last year at some races there. I believe I was in uh, Lodi at the short track. Is that right? Yes. Do you know who this is? No. This is Scotty Dubler. I'm the voice of American Flat Track, and I'm calling you because I want to know more about you. How does that sound? That sounds great. All right. So are you excited for the Amateur Nationals coming up? Yes. All right. What classes are you going to be running? I will be running the 65 stock class and the 65 mod class. Okay. What kind of bikes do you ride? I think I remember seeing you on KTMs before. Is that what you're still on? Yes, KTM. All right. All right. Where did you get the nickname The Rage? Who gave you that nickname? Um, It rhymes with my regular name, and my parents gave it to me. All right. Were you were you a bad kid or are you a good kid? I mean, the rage, it yeah. seems like something that's a bad thing. Yeah, but I don't know. It just works I, it I out, right? Know. I should ask that, <laughs> ask them that question. Yeah, yeah, you should ask them that question. Tell them Scotty Dubler wants to know, okay? And you have to let me know. Um, okay. so how'd you get in how'd you get into flat track? Well, my my family's always been around motorcycles. We first started racing at the Posse Grounds here in Salinas. And then we just started going into more and more races and starting getting into flat track. So how old are you? I'm 11 years old. 11 years old. That's awesome. There's a lot of fast guys from Salinas, California. Do you know any of the other fast guys that are from there? I think are the Bauman brothers from Salinas. They sure are. Yep. And then way back before, you know, before I was racing, actually, Ricky Graham was from there. There's always been a lot of fast guys from there. So is it something in the water, do you think, that makes you guys fast? <laughs> no. Do you have a favorite racetrack? Uh, my favorite racetrack is Chowchilla, Chowchilla Barnburner. Okay. Why Why is that? Um, It's a fun track, and I just really like um, fluff tracks like that. So it's, it's almost like a cushion? Is it loose dirt? Is that why? Yes. And okay. And it, if it rains, it has it's like kind of indoors, so if it rains, it doesn't get super muddy out there okay the so it's got it's got like a roof over it it's kind of open right like an open barn is that how you describe yes. it 
when you're not in school and we're not riding motorcycles, what else do you do for fun? I like um, ride my bicycle. Um, sometimes I ride my pit bike and usually just hang out my, with my friends. Okay. All right. Do you play any other sports or, or follow any professional teams at all? No. Okay. That's all right. Do you, do you like school? Yes. Are you, are, do you make good grades? I heard you're pretty smart. Yes, I do. What's your favorite subject? Do, uh, math is my favorite subject. Okay. That's awesome. So what are your expectations going into the, the Flat Track Grand Championships? My expectations are hopefully getting a fun track and a lot of fast riders so okay. I can have, you, have a fun time. Right on. Have you been to the, the, the Flat Track Grand Championships before? Um, yes. I went last year in Illinois. Okay. How did you do? I got second in the 65 stock class and first in the 65 mod class. Okay. So who do you think is going to be your toughest competition this year? Maybe. I'm not sure because there's a lot of fast kids out there, and I don't know if they're going to be in the same class. I got you. So you'll just find out when you get out there, right? Yes. You have to drive all the way from California, or do you get to? Are you lucky enough to fly in there to to, to Ohio? Yes, we're going to fly. We have somebody taking their bikes. Oh, so you're like a factory rider. Who's your mechanic? My dad. Is he pretty smart? Yes, very smart. All right, I like it. Have you ever listened to our podcast before? Yes. Who's your favorite person we've had on the podcast? Brad Baker. All right, he's a good dude. I like working with him at the Grand Nationals. So. Um, are there any other riders that you look up to that you want to be just like when you grow up? The Texters, the Diamond Brothers, and also Mikey Rush. Absolutely. Yeah, that's another fast guy from California. So um, we appreciate you coming on the podcast. Do you want to say thanks to any of your sponsors? I would like to thank Chris Dinner, Bell Power Sports, Fast House, Broad Lake, ASV Inventions, Daryl Severa with Amazon Dealer, um, DRS Suspension, and I would also like to thank Corey Texter for putting together the Amateur National Sponsorship. Awesome. Well, Cage, thanks so much for coming on our podcast, and good luck out there in Ohio, okay? Thank you. All right. See you later. Bye. That was Cage the Rage Tadman, and this little kid is going places. I saw him the last couple of years, and he is really quick. Up next is Tyler Raggio, number 51E, and I used to race against his dad. Yes, uh, I raced with his dad, too, Sean Raggio, and uh, I know his grandpa raced, and like most of the kids on the team, you know, they've been around the sport for a long time, and it kind of worked out. You know, I didn't really set, like, a certain, um, like, amount of riders I picked for, like, youth riders or, you know, 450 riders, and it actually worked out that Tyler is the only rider on the CTR team that is actually going for the Horizon Award this year. So we're really hoping for big things from Tyler. Um, he's been running the expert classes out there on the West Coast at Lodi, and there's good competition out there. So I think, uh, you know, we're expecting podiums and wins for Tyler, and hopefully he can bring him a couple championships. But I'm um, going to help Tyler a bit, kind of, you know, because next year he'll be turning professional and trying to get him ready for that next level and kind of help him over the week what to expect and kind of just fine-tune some things and, Hopefully have a good week, but um, more importantly, just get him ready for uh, the next step and getting, getting him ready to uh, turn professional. Oh, is this Tyler Raggio? Uh, yes, it is. Number 51E? Yes, sir. 
Are you still running that number? Are you still run that district letter like like I like to see? Nah, fifty one e. All right, I like it. That's cool. Um, are you excited about racing for the uh, at the flat track amateur nationals? Yes, I am. It's going to be really fun. How old are you? Fifteen. And I heard rumors that you're going for the uh, the real prestigious Nikki Hayden Horizon Award. Is that true? Yes, it is. What I'm really excited mean, to be competing for it. What would it mean if you won that? It mean a lot to me. I mean, it's just always been a, like a dream to have that. How long have you been racing flat track? For about six years, six to eight years. And I know your dad raced. Did your grandpa race too? Yeah, it started on both my mom and dad's side of the family. Oh, wow. So both sides of the family. So you had to race flat track no matter what, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, my parents actually, they didn't force me into it. But, you know, after going and watching and just seeing how cool it was and it, it looked like it was so much fun, that's why I got into it. Is that why you started racing flat track too? Yeah, it was fun. I always wanted to go fast. What's your home track? What's the track that's closest to you? Uh, Ludi Cycle Bowl. Is that your favorite racetrack, or you got a different one that you like better? Uh, the Coin Magic Mile. Really? Okay. Yeah. I got to race there. I got to race there a couple times. How many times have you raced there? Once on Amateur Nationals. Okay. Why do you like that track so much? Really fun. Got to go fast. Almost won there. Gotcha. What classes are you gonna be riding at the Amateur Nationals? I'm racing 450 mod, 450 open singles, and 251 to 500 DTX. Wow. So do you have to take three different bikes, or are you taking more than that? I'm taking more than that. Okay. And what kind of bikes do you ride? Racing a Honda and a Kawasaki. Okay. Which one's faster? Not too sure. We're going to go to the dyno in Kentucky so on, the, on our way out. All right. So who's helping you with all that? Is that your dad? That is, is he your crew chief? Yeah, my dad. Okay. And who's, everyone else that helped me. Who Who's some of the riders you looked up to when you were you know younger? Briar Bowman, Brad Baker, all the professionals, grand national champions. When you're not in school or, or riding your motorcycle, what's something you do for fun? I go to the gym three to four times a week, boxing, helping getting my wow. stamina up. Wow, that's cool. Do you do you watch or play any other sports? No, I just go to the gym and box and race. All right. So who's going to be your stiffest competition out there at the uh, Amateur Nationals? <laughs> Not too sure. Everyone's really fast. Okay. So what's your goals before you head on out there? Are you looking to, to win every class? Are you looking to podium every class? Or do you have any goals set? I want to win. It'd be a really big accomplishment. Do you got room for all those trophies that you're going to win? Yeah. My room up on the wall. All right. I like it. So you want to say thanks to anybody while we got you on the podcast? Yeah, I'd like to thank Corey Texture Racing, Tucker Power Sports, Fredericktown Yamaha, Motion Pro, Motul, American Super Camp, Team 95, Access Media Labs, Stay the Course, and Kicker, and everyone else that helped make this program happen. I also oh, got to thank all those that stood behind me year after year, Reggio Racing, my mom and dad, Stockton Power Sports, Mike and Anna Dobbs, Holland Racing, Grandma and Papa, Kieran Racing, Andrew Luker, Foster Racing, Vadney Machine, Linda Hamilton, Andrew Brothers Racing, Mayberry Builder, Mac Daddy Racing, Levo Suspension, Hinton Clutch Components, Carol Swanson, Moto Gear, Bruce's Body Shop, High Flex Corporation, and the Motorcycle Shop of Santa Rosa. Man, you nailed that just like a pro, man. Good job. Thank you. All right, Tyler. Good luck at the Flat Track Amateur Grands, and uh, hopefully we'll see you out there, okay? Yes, thank you very much. 
That was 51E, Tyler Raggio from California. Up next, we got number 25, Travis Horn. I saw on social media, this kid can ride speedway bikes. He rides all kinds of motorcycles. Tell us a little bit about Travis Horn. Yeah, Travis, he does it all, like you've mentioned. I think he's a national champion speedway racer. He does mini GPs, flat track. Um, His family actually came up to me at Paris when I was out there racing the short track a few months ago. And they all had team shirts on. Uh, he was super, super friendly, um, very talkative, you know, which is hard for, for kids, you know, it's, you know, it's hard to get them out of their box. Travis was super, super chatty. I really enjoyed talking with him and his family, his mom, you know, his dad, they put a lot of effort into it and he's really fast. Like I didn't, I, like I said, I didn't know how fast some of these kids were when I picked them. I was, you know, wasn't really focusing on that, but I've watched some videos of him and he's, he's really quick. So He's riding uh, 85cc classes, and yeah, again, like like all of my kids, I, I feel like he can win races and definitely be on the podium every race. So, you know, another California rider, and, and uh, those kids know how to ride. We'll see how it goes, but I'm thinking Travis is going to have a good week. Hello? Is this Travis Horn number 25? Yes, it is. What's going on, man? This is Scotty Dibbler. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing awesome. Right on. So how old are you? I don't know nothing about you, and I don't know why, because everybody keeps telling me how fast you are. So uh, how old are you? (laughs) I'm 11 years old. All right. And where are you from? I'm from Laverne, California. Okay. Where is that at? I don't know where Laverne is. uh, What track's close to you? Laverne is around, like, five, ten minutes away from... Pomona. Okay. Do you have a, do you have a favorite racetrack? My favorite racetrack is Lodi Cycle Bowl. Okay. And why is that? Because it is a blue track and it has multiple parts of the track to where it, it it can be a short track and a TT. Yeah, that looks like fun. I've only been out there for the short track, but man, that that TT looks like it could be really neat. So, how did you get into yeah, flat track? Well, I got into flat track um, because my dad used to race supermoto, and, like, I wanted to race, too, so I got into it. I started riding, like, in the soccer field near my house, and but I wasn't a big fan of it, so I took, like, a year off, but then I started getting back into it, um, and my dad took me to a speedway race, and I saw all the peewees. I'm like, Dad, I wanna, I wanna race that. So he got me back on the bike, and for from then on, I started racing flat track on a 50. Wow! It looks like you you raced speedway, you road raced, and it looks like you even didn't done some supermoto. Is that right? Yes. So which one's your favorite? My favorite one is definitely flat track. Okay, that's cool. So. What classes are you going to be riding when you go to the Amateur Nationals? I'm going to be riding the 85 Stock and Mod class. Do you know any of the guys you're going to be racing against? I don't who? really know. Okay, so who's going to be some yeah. some of the who's, who's going to be some of the fast guys that you might see out there? Um, Tyler Raggio, Cage Tabman, Colton Schaefer, Mason Baker. Okay. 
Do you do you have ex- expectations going out there? I mean, do you want to win these these races? Do you want to get podiums, or what? Do you, what are your goals before you head out to Ohio? Yeah, of course, I want to go and uh, win both championships, and I want to also try to stay on the bike and not crash, don't get DNFs. Right on. What grade are you in in school? I am going into sixth grade. Okay. Are you are you pretty smart? Do you get good grades? Yes, I I am smart. I get A's and B's. All right. What's your favorite subject? My favorite subject is math or reading. All right. So when you're not at school and you're not riding your motorcycle, what else do you like to do for fun? I like to uh, play basketball, jog, and ride my bike. Do you do you play any other sports? I mean, do you play basketball for school or for the YMCA or anything like that? Uh, I just I just uh, mess around like in in my uh, driveway, but every once in a while I go to like a practice or something. Okay. Do you have any favorite sports teams? Uh, my favorite basketball team is the Golden State Warriors. All right. Who's your favorite player? Clay Thompson. And he's a three-point shooter, isn't he? He's good. Yeah. So what brand of motorcycles do you ride? I ride KTM 85. Honda 85. All right. So have you ever heard the podcast off the group before? Oh, yeah. I listen to it all the time. I love it. All right. Who's your favorite episode? Who's your favorite person we've had on here? Uh, Probably Jared Mees or Dalton Gauthier. Okay. Hey, I appreciate you listening to the podcast, man. That means a lot to me. Yeah, no problem. Before we let you go, do you want to say thank you to anybody? Yeah, I'd like to say thank you to Arai Helmet. NJK Leathers, O'Neill, Alpine Stars, Boyko Racing, Lucas Oil, Cycle Gear, Mom and Dad. Corey Texter is an amazing rider. He, he's such an amazing person. I would love to thank him a lot. Perfect, man. So hey, do me a favor. For the, for the Nationals. Do me a favor, Travis. Next time you see me at the races, find me mm-hmm. and holler at me and tell me who you are because I want to meet you in person, okay? All right, no problem. I will. All right, Travis. Thanks a lot for coming on the on the podcast, and good luck at the Flat Track Amateur Grands. Thank you. See ya. That was Travis Horn. Up next, our final amateur rider we're going to talk to this week is Evan Renshaw, and he's from out there in your neck of the woods. Corey, tell us more about Evan. Yeah, Evan's actually he's 20 minutes down the road from me, but I didn't cut him any slack on his uh, – on, uh, on on picking him, you know, I was <laughs> everyone I did was, uh, you know, I, they went through the whole process. JD Beach, Shana, myself, and Brent Riley. It was a combination of the four of us, and Evan was every bit as deserving as anybody else out there. He um, he's great in school. He um, he attends many races across the country. Him and his dad, they traveled to Florida multiple times in the winter. He's won some races, and the kid loves to loves to ride motorcycles you know everyone's playing video games and things like that and and evan just is he's riding every night he really um really likes racing he, he's it's pretty cool too it, it, he's number 65 which he didn't even know me when he picked that number and he lives 15 minutes down the road and we're both number 65 so um it's kind of cool we're, we share share the same number a bit but he's um 
Yeah, he's a great rider. Obviously, he's won some big races on his 85cc over the winter and rides a 250 here and there when he can just to practice in his backyard. And I would be lying if I didn't say I think Evan's got a really good shot to win a title this year. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's, it's a really tough class. There's a lot of good kids in that 85cc class, and it's going to be stacked. But I definitely expect Evan to uh, be towards the front all week. Hello? Is this Evan Renshaw, number 65? Yes. Do you know who this is? Uh, no. Scotty Dubler, the voice of American Flat Track. And I heard you are the next national number 65 I need to be keeping an eye on. Some little birdie told me that. Do I have the wrong number? Nope. <laughs> All right. Are, are you fast or what? Yeah, I think I'm pretty fast. All right. So where are you from? Lancaster, PA. All right. So why do you run number 65? Is it because of Corey? Uh, no. When I first got my first ever motorcycle, I had the number 65 on it, so we just ended up sticking with 65. I got you. How old are you now? I'm 11 years old. How long have you been racing? Four years now. Okay. Is it always been flat track? Have you tried anything else? It's always been flat track, but I'm just getting into road racing. Okay, so how did you get into flat track? The local track in PA, uh, Piston Poppers. Okay. A whole bunch of buddies used to go down there, and they told us about it, so we started going down there and racing. Okay. When you're not in school or riding flat track, what else do you do for fun? Uh, I like to play basketball a lot. Okay. you follow any other sports you know, teams? you follow the pros? Yeah. All right. What's your favorite team? Uh, Golden State Warriors. All right. Do you have a favorite player? Clay Thompson. All right. He's a good shooter. I like that. That's good. Have you been to a, a professional basketball game? Uh, no. Well, how about this? How about if you win the flat track amateur grants, if you win the championship, how about we ask Corey to uh, get you to a professional basketball game? What do you think? I think that'd be pretty cool. That's awesome. That would be awesome. We got to make that happen. All right. So, um, what riders do you look up to? Are there any fast guys you like watching ride? Um, Corey, of course. Um, I like watching Brad ride, and I like watching Briar Bowman ride. Okay. All right. So, what expectations do you have going into the flat track amateur grands? Like, are you going there to win? Are you going there to podium? Or do you have any goals in mind? First. I just want to first. Get first. All right. That's good. I like it. What classes are you going to be riding? The 85cc mod. Just So just one class? You're going to focus everything on just that one class? Yes. All right. And what kind of bike do you ride? Uh, 2005 CR Honda. All right. Who do you think is going to be your toughest competition? Have you ever been there before to the Amateur Grands? Uh, no, I've never been to Amateur Nationals. Okay. So... All those guys can be beat. You know that, right? So you just got to go down there. It doesn't matter who they are. You can beat them all, right? Yeah. All right. What grade are you in? I'm in fifth grade, going into sixth grade. Okay. Do you like school? Uh, yes, I do. All right. What's your favorite subject? Science. All right. Who's your mechanic? My father. Does he used to race, or does he ride motorcycles, too? No. That's all right. You want to say thank you to anybody while we have you on the podcast? My mother, my father, Tucker, 
Bell, Kicker, Fire Racing, Corey Texture, Shano, JD, and that's it. All right. Do you go to any of the Grand Nationals? Uh, no. Only, okay. only a couple. All right. Well, we're going to be out in Pennsylvania here pretty soon. So if, if I ever see you, if I'm ever at a race where you're at, will you say hi to me? Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it, and good luck to you, okay? Okay, thank you. That was future national number 65, Evan Renshaw, who's going to take Corey's number. Corey, thanks so much for coming on and talking about your uh, what you're doing with these up-and-comers, these amateur riders that will be racing at the Flat Track Amateur Grands, and I think it's great. You're giving back to the sport. And uh, we'll see you down the road, probably out in Sturgis. Yeah, for sure, Scotty. And I uh, appreciate you uh, having all the kids on. And that's, you know, the biggest thing. I just wanted to get some uh, attention directed toward those riders because they deserve it. And the amateur scene in general, I'm just trying to uh, grow it and and um, get, the, get these kids ready for the next level so uh, we can keep improving the sport. So I appreciate it. And see you guys out in uh, Rapid City. Sounds good. That was Corey Texter. Dude. All I got to say is the future is looking bright. Man, those kids did really good. You know, we didn't we didn't give them any of the questions ahead of time. We did, you know, Corey probably let them know to be ready for certain different things. But, uh, you know, they nailed their sponsors. They they did. They all did a really good job. And I can't wait to see these kids as they grow up and progress through the classes. Well, it's cool. Like we talked to riders, you know, we've been watching race for years or used to watch race. Um, you don't know a lot of the stories. It's cool to hear the, these these rider stories as they're getting started. Maybe we check in a year from now and see where these eight riders are. We might see some of them um, going, stepping up and racing bigger races with with some bigger names. Um, so it's 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 definitely cool to hear from all the riders, even the youngest ones. Absolutely. And then you got you know Tyler Raggio. He's going for the Horizon Award this year. That means. When he turns 16, he'll be ready to move up to the pro rank. So I'll be talking about him on the Grand National Circuit as early as next year. That's crazy, man. Um, yeah, and it's, it's good to see the interest in the sport at the, at the younger level. And uh, it seems like uh, we got some good people in, in the pipeline. Absolutely. Are you ready for the flat track fact? I'm always ready for the flat track fact. So we had to dig a little bit for this one, but we're talking about the flat track amateur grants, which they used to be called the dirt track grand championships has gone through a couple different names that actually started way back in 1975 mm-hmm. i just mentioned tyler raggio is going for the ama horizon award which is the most prestigious award it's it was originally the ama horizon award giving annually to amateur riders who are considered poised for greatness in the professional ranks of motorcycle racing the inaugural horizon award was presented to nikki hayden back in 1997 huh. and then in two, 2017 the award was renamed to honor Nikki Hayden, who was tragically killed over there in Italy on that bicycle. So now it's the Nikki Hayden Horizon Award, and it's up for grabs again this year. And last year, Dallas Daniels took took it in flat track and road race, the only person to ever do that in the same year. So a lot of knowledge right there in our flat track fact, but it's pretty cool. I mean, the amateur nationals are a big deal. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Like, I knew that they renamed it for him, but I wasn't aware that he was the first to win it um, when they started doing that. So that's super cool. Um, and yeah, Dallas Daniels definitely knows a thing or two about a Horizon Award, right? The only one to win both. Absolutely. He's only he's done road race and dirt track, did it the same year. So he's a very talented kid. He missed last weekend, he missed the New York short track. He was out in California. And uh, he'll he'll only have one or two other conflicts, but he'll try to be at most of the rest of the flat track races. And uh, there's a very good chance that one of the eight folks that we talked to in this episode could be the next winner of a future Nikki Hayden Horizon Award. Absolutely. You never know. Well, a quarter. Did you say quarter? <laughs> well, quarter? <laughs> I was going <laughs> to 
I was trying to put your names together or something. I don't know what happened. Court, Corey and Carter. Chris and Carter and Quarter. I don't know. Court. Man, I got to laugh. I got to laugh to Dr. Pepper. I'm just looking at all these notes, man. What a great episode we had talking to these amateur riders. And uh, can't wait to see how they do at the Flat Track Amateur Grants coming up real soon in Ohio. Good to hear from them. Good to put this together for you guys. Keep on sending feedback. Send your comments. Send your love. We love it. What else can they keep smashing? Smash that like button, tell all your friends. If you see me at the racetrack, keep asking for those stickers. I still have a few left. I gave out a few in New York and uh, still got some. And I love all the fans that come up to me and talk to me. It doesn't matter where I'm at. You know, I'm, I'm never too busy for my fans. No, I got extra stickers if you run out, just in case. Okay, sounds good. Hit us up. I'm out, dude. I'm out, dude. You're heading where this weekend? I'm home this weekend. I don't know nice. what I'm going to do with myself. I'm out to Minnesota, dude. Millville? Millville, Spring Creek, baby! Oh, man, I'm jealous. That's going to be fun. Yeah, man. No uh, right, no buddy. X Games this year, though. Nope. That, that's what we did last year. You left Millville and came on down to X Games. We went and hung out. Yep. We looked for one of those Juicy Lucy's, but the, <laughs> the place we were trying to find them was closed. The Juicy Lucy.